welcome back, All Inclusive Sports With podcast. B&G? With B&G. <laughs> welcome back. Uh, coming off Memorial Day, right? Memorial yeah, Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That's yeah, last yeah. time we, yeah. we talked about this here, uh, NBA playoff. The craziness, craziness of the NBA yeah. playoffs, the unexpectedness. Uh, I would love to have like people's brackets and see if they bust it like yeah, they yeah, do the college brackets. We didn't see some injuries happen. We didn't see some crazy fouls that are necessary. We didn't see everything, including the – Defending champions and the uh, Eastern Conference champions not even in it anymore. So All in. <laughs> we, we will see a new champion this year. We will see a new contender in that championship round in the finals. And for the most part, it's a good thing, right? I mean, you want to see some kind of dynasty every now and then to see that there was a dominant force within this era, within this decade. But it's always good to see fresh faces, right? I got a couple of opinions on that. Uh, first. For, well, first of all, I'm going to go this. I was pulling for LeBron. I, I I was so you know whatever. But my other opinions is, uh, everybody who, if if you recall, they didn't have a real off season for the first time in right, like forever. Right. It's like seventy something days. Right. <laughs> of the teams who actually went deep in the playoffs, most of them had injuries. If you really think about that, mm-hmm. they did. They didn't get to rest their bodies. Um. So, if you look at it from that perspective. I don't know. I, I wouldn't put an asterisk by it, but I would say it, it kind of was, uh, what is it, detrimental to a lot of teams who actually made it that far. Um, that's one thing. And what else you say? You said something about dynasties, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like, we like to see dynasties every now and then. We saw the Spurs it depends had on a nice who it little is. dynasty. The Bulls had a dynasty, obviously, in the mid-'90s. It depends on who it is. Eight, late, what was it, late? Yeah, it was mid-'90s. That was the 90s, Early, yeah. early 90s. Well, mid- they had two. Remember, yeah, they had say. two. <laughs> I was going to say, it wasn't necessarily just the mid-'90s. It was like the early and the late. Yeah, they in had between, two. between, Rockets yeah. squeezed themselves in there somehow, but still, they it was did. like the Bulls dynasty. Orlando Magic of 94, 95. Man, that was, I mean, I was too young. But anyway. And we saw the Spurs had their nice dynasty for a while there. The Lakers was kind of concurrent around that same time. It was either the Lakers or the Spurs winning that championship back to back years in the uh, what ninety something? No, I'm talking about the two thousands. Okay, when the Spurs started kicking off in ninety nine. I'm going to say yeah. Went, okay, gotcha. I'm gonna say and 90, the yeah. Lakers. So we will see a new champion. So of course the Lakers won't have another dynasty. I guess at this point, right? There's no there's no back to back. There's no th- thoughts of a three peat for LeBron before he retires, right? Well, he ain't retired. He claimed he want to play with his son. Or at least I heard that. I don't know how re- how relative are accurate that is but that's what he say but anyway but speaking of that if even if they went next year two out of three ain't bad yeah, yeah, that's yeah, regular yeah. stuff so whatever i don't know but, how, how dynasties are shaped nowadays you really want to see some consistency obviously because they like the same thing we talked about with the nfl if we saw the chiefs come back and say hey back-to-back champs we missed out that one year when brady uh went onslaught <laughs> on the defense but hey we can still do that right but going back to the nba though miami heat i feel like they got exposed a lot of these teams that we did see in the bubble kind of got exposed this time around. Like, hey, this ain't this ain't that no more. I wouldn't say that. It's a different team. Most of them teams ain't the same team. If you think about it, Miami Heat ain't either. They traded some people away, got some people who couldn't play for them. We talked about that, Oladipo, remember? Right, uh, right, right, right. That kind of stuff. So the teams ain't the same teams from year to year. Like, you know, people always say that. But speaking of these current teams that's in here now, uh, you know, these Brooklyn Nets, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> They're the injury be, bug. They, I was gonna say they're gonna be having to figure some things out right now because the Bucks aren't done. The Nets being banged up right now, 
that basically leaves the door open for the Bucks. They just tied them up two to two, I believe, right last yeah. night. So it's, it's this up. one could potentially go seven. I thought I'd probably see it going six before, but now I think it goes seven. But it would depend on the health of James Harden and Kyrie Irving at this point. I would say this: when the series started, I, I figured six or seven, but I was high on the Bucks. When it started, when they actually started playing, I was lesser high on the Bucks. I'm like, these jokes might get swept. <laughs> yeah. They might get swept. But then after last night, I don't know. Uh, without Kyrie, without James, they want Kevin to do it by himself. As as, as you know, I've never been a huge Kevin Durant KD fan. Man, yeah, that's, I mean, he he the dude can shoot and score efficiently than a mug, but. You know, I've just never been – he's never been that dude for me. And we've already seen that he's not capable of carrying a team himself because obviously he wouldn't have went and joined the Warriors <laughs> if he couldn't do it And himself. just been a guy, right? right a right, special right. cog. That's what I say. But anyway, uh, so, yeah, honestly, with the injuries, I think Milwaukee can beat them. You know, we'll see what happens. They play tomorrow, right? I believe so. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, whatever. But, yeah, they play tomorrow. So, that's that. Uh Atlanta and the 76ers, they played a night. I was higher on Atlanta. I thought when they're coming in off of the Knicks series, they would play better. Uh, I thought they would give them a better – I thought they would give the 76ers a better run for their money, but 76ers been been doing their thing after yeah, game one. That's still yet to be seen. Of course, a, a good piece like Danny Green not being with the Sixers right now is a is – a, it's a factor, but I'm not it sure is. if it's really a, a deciding factor. Well, he's a defender factor, right. too. So, you know, yeah, they do play defense. So you would expect that not too much scoring would be done. But right now the Sixers are up 2-1. to one, So it's still a series. I mean, it's the, the Hawks went into Philadelphia game one and took that one. So they didn't necessarily, um, I guess, bow out that quickly. But I can still see that one going at least five. It just depends on who's actually going to be the one, two, taking, <laughs> to taking the take rest it of the way. I feel you. Uh, and Phoenix, they wrapped theirs up with Denver. That was pretty now, quick and easy, now right? Now, we got some stuff in this game. Okay, slow, That was slow and painless, right? <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, though. I mean, it was it was pretty close. It wasn't like blowouts like that. You know what because I'm saying? Because the first, the first problem was really the Nuggets missed um, Murray. Jamal Murray, yeah. Right. Injuries again from last season. That's so, what I say. He had surgery on it, uh, was it this past April, right? That was this year he had the surgery, the, the injury. Yeah, ACL. Yeah. So he tore his ACL April 12th, had the surgery like a couple days later, a couple weeks later or whatever. And that kind of, did it really catapult Jokic into being the MVP? Because obviously some of those awards have come out. They not, If not all of them already came out, right? I the, think so. The league awards. Yeah, though, yeah. And if this is truly your MVP, then how do you get swept? Should we say that Jamal Murray is really the MVP then? Because we're talking about the most valuable, right? If we didn't have Jokic, but we had Jamal, do we see them get swept? Hold on. But at this point, people been high on Chris Paul. Ain't Chris Paul the MVP? Wouldn't he be the MVP in the race at he this point? He was. At, at one point in the season, he was. And we've already talked about this before because we saw how teams were trending in a certain direction. And when Chris Paul came on, all of a sudden they're Boom. next level. Yeah. We haven't seen the Suns in the playoffs in 10 seasons. Right. So for what it's worth <laughs> – that's that's a big deal in itself right there. But what do we see from Nikola Jokic really to say, like, yeah, that was the MVP this year? He was tied, like, 11th in the league with his points per game. So it's not really like he was a scoring machine out here. His rebounds, he was 10th in the league. So, yeah, he's top 10, top 15, whatever have you. Okay. With, but 
to really be called MVP, especially when your team gets swept in the first round. Of course, I understand these are regular season Second round. Awards, right? Second round, dude. I'm oh, sorry, it was second, second yeah, round. Yeah, hold yeah. up now. But you get you get swept in general. I know it's a regular season award, okay. right? But if that's what your MVP is, didn't you expect more from him? Well, what, what, what my question to you after that would be, if his production waned, then yeah. If his production stayed the same, then you can't blame him for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to check that, but I'm just saying. That's real. I know you're going to check that. But speaking of that, he got fouled. They ejected him out of a game in the third quarter. Because, in, a, in a closeout game for the Suns, mind you. So right. that made it even worse. Because of the foul that they said. What did they gave it a flagrant two. A flagrant two. I was surprised. To me, if anybody has seen, it is not a warrant an ejection. No. Yeah, he had a wind up, but he's swiping at the ball. How many of us have been playing Sandlot and swipe at the ball? He just happened to catch his nose when he came into him. With his forearm. That, right. That, it wasn't even. That part looked a little malicious, but I wouldn't say he had malicious intent. Let me put it like right. that. If you ain't straight trying to smack a dude, I don't understand why they trying to throw you out the game. Especially like you said, he was going after the ball. You can he see, got ball. Yeah, he, he actually knocked the ball <laughs> out of his He got ball. Like, so I don't get that. But, you know, where's the old NBA at where you can knock people out around this thing and, and just go on? That's home? the most interesting part right now. We saw it. What, uh, what series was that? Was that the Bucks and Nets series where we saw the security guard run on the court? I want to say it was that so. series because he I pushed. So. Yeah. I want to say he pushed PJ Tucker. Now they told that security guard, "Hey, you're not gonna go. You're not gonna be in any of these games now," <laughs> because he wasn't trying to defuse the situation. He was trying to make it more <laughs> aggra- aggravated at the situation. So all these rules came into play because we wanted to make sure that players don't start trying to fight each other no more. Right? What's the we big saw, deal? What's we the saw big it deal? back in the late '80s, early '90s, where guys were just tossing people around. You go trip somebody if you wanted they to. They wasn't really tossing them around. Yeah, it was physical. They had physicality, but they wasn't really tossing people around. If you watch the Brooklyn and, and, and Milwaukee series, it's a little physical. Yeah. But they're not tossing. Ain't nobody tossing nobody around. It's basketball plays. Now, I can see if it's malicious and you go straight up just kind of clothesline a guy like they did uh, the, the, the the Lakers and the Celtics back in the day. That's, yeah, a, that's some right. different stuff. But ain't nobody doing that. Like, you can clearly see I'm going for the ball. You clearly see this. What's up? And like I said, that was a, a pretty big factor in that game in itself because not necessarily that the Nuggets were going to run away with that game, but they were staying tough with them. Right. They were trying to avoid being eliminated, even though we know the whole statistics and we hear all the stuff about teams that go up 3-0 undefeated and have never lost a series. Yeah, but that don't mean it's not going to ever happen. That's true. Especially, like I said, if you have this MVP candidate, the MVP winner on your team, whatever, then I expect some more fight out of them. And if that took them, if they won three in a row and tied up and went to game seven and then lost, then hell, I'll still be all right with that, just knowing that, hey, they, they fought. I feel you. It wasn't going to happen like that, but I feel you. <laughs> that's a dream scenario. I'm sorry. That's a dream scenario. It's not. It's not. I was talking to – okay, my dad once told me. He said, the only way that can ever happen where you go up three games and I have none and I come back to beat you four times in a row, it has to be like a catastrophic injury right, to like right, one of right. your significant players. And that's the only way that that happens because other than that, you are literally – you're better than me. If I, I have to win – you got to win one game. Before I win four. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, <laughs> like, come on. So, yeah. But anyway. And now we've talked about that roster as well, too, before. I mean, the DeAndre Aydens, the Chris Pauls, the Devin Bookers, uh, Jay Crowder is a pretty man. big piece. But they're the two seed for a reason. Right. They're the two seed for a reason. You got to put that into perspective, too. So now going into this next round, we could potentially see them have to face against either the Clippers or Utah. Speaking of that series, 
I don't know. I'm pulling for Utah because I don't trust the Clippers. Everybody know that. And whoever listened, because I've said that countless of times. I don't know if they can win without Donovan and Mike Conley. Yeah. I don't know. That, that's, that's a tall task because who's their point guard other than Donovan and Mike Conley? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they can beat them without that. But like I say, so the Clippers might advance. I'm not I'm not have no belief or faith in that, even without Donovan and Mike Conley. But I'm just saying, uh, it'll, it'll be a tall task to beat them. Uh, but hey, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, because the Clippers got their first home game of the season of the series this past what was that Sunday? Was that last night's game or was that Saturday night? That game? was Saturday night game. Saturday, yeah. And they showed out. Kawhi had a double double, thirty four points. PG thirty one points. They Donovan was, was gimpy. Yeah, you can clearly you see, can see he was yeah, gimpy. Yeah, yeah. So he still put up thirty on the board, but with no real other scorer on that team right now, you expect more out of Rudy Gobert. I mean, he had a double double, but it was a he it got was in foul double. trouble early. Yeah. So he got to stay out of foul trouble tonight, right? Tonight, right? Is I think it's tonight. tonight. I think so. Anyway, uh, he got to stay out of foul trouble. If you that get out of tonight's yeah, game, that's yeah. the late game, so everybody yeah. be up until about midnight if you live on the central <laughs> central time zone. If he if he stay out of foul trouble, he can contribute more as far as that goes, um, and give them some help. So we'll see. But I don't even know if Donovan's gonna play, uh, and he he probably gonna try to play because he know they need him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes those guys got to fight through that kind of stuff right there off top just to know that you want to give the team the best chances of, of winning. Well, that go back to Kyrie. He's the same situation. Yeah. And he ain't going to play. I know Kyrie ain't going to play. I can tell you right now, I guarantee you Kyrie ain't going to play. <laughs> <laughs> I think they already said so far that game five, Harden is still out and um, Kyrie is not going to play. So I don't care what they said. <laughs> I don't care what they said, what anybody told you. Kyrie going to be like, man, I'm hurt. I ain't going to play. I ain't going to go out here and mess myself up. <laughs> He's not that dude. He's not going to go out there and, re- and hurt himself more. Just to win a playoff game. That's not Kyrie. That's not what he's going to do. But anyway. And going back to the first round, because we didn't get a chance to, uh, to speak on it, uh, the Mavs and Clippers series went seven games. But what did we really see from the Mavericks there that really helped them fall apart against the Clippers in that in that game? Because there's talk right now about Porzingis not really being you heard what he said, part right? of that team no more. You yeah. heard what he said? What he that? said he felt like he's an afterthought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, prove yourself to be right. a forethought. And <laughs> come on with it. But no, uh, the thing about them, okay, uh, first of all, they went up two games to none on the Clippers. They should have won game three, game three yeah. or four. I get not winning game three because the Clippers is back at home, blase, 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 or whatever. They, no, Dallas went home. Dallas went home. Yeah. So Dallas go home. Uh, I get right. Time. I get that. Game four, you got to put them. You got to put them out. You got to go on and come out with some urgency. They come out with none, and then it's like they never had the mentality to just let's go out and finish this. It was like, oh, okay, we're just here. We're happy to be here. <laughs> if we win, we win. Yeah, yeah. But we're just happy to be here. And then you got Porzingis. He's like the tallest dude on the court, and. He's beyond the three-point line most of the time. Exactly. Like, Not really get much production in the paint right. for his, so, uh, his stature. So, you know, even if you don't live down there, I need you to get down there sometimes and give us some buckets. Yeah. You're 7'3". I think he's 7'3". Yeah, he's yeah. like 7'3". You're like the biggest thing on the court. Come on, man. So, I don't know. I, uh, they disappointed me because I didn't trust neither one of them at the game, I think, four, but whatever. Uh, but, yeah. They, well, we have they, seen they some exciting me. basketball. I mean, given outside of the – I'd say outside of the Celtics and, and the Wizards, their competitive nature, and obviously now we just talked about 
um, Phoenix being able to knock off Denver in four. But right. we have seen some competitive games as as much as we can. Like you said, given the, the short offseason, a lot of these teams, like you talked about, weren't in the bubble going into late into the season. So they didn't have to just only get a month and a half, right. two they've months, been two off. months. Where, yeah, they've, they've been, been off, off yeah. for quite, quite some time. That's why I think that makes the Hawks even that much scarier. Even though they might be down one game right now in the series, that still says, okay, well, we're not as – as banged up as the other guys, because every time I see Joel and Bede fall, I'm like, okay, everybody, I can I can hear a collective gasp in Philadelphia of, oh my God, the process. <laughs> that's, you know, that's obviously the whole thing. Like, the process is not supposed to go this direction. He has a torn meniscus. He's playing with it. I get it. I, I I was actually stunned the game he came back. Was that game three or was it two? I think whatever that game he game came back. Yeah. yeah, he came back. I was surprised. I'm like, he ain't gonna play for the rest of the series. Just to get yourself right, you know, you want to make sure you you good going forward. I think athletes in general need to watch out for themselves. Like bump what the training staff talking about. It's right. about me, like because I Longevity have to do this. Career, right. I have right personal it's, health. You, right. You want to make you know sure what I'm you... saying for for themselves. But anyway, uh, I was surprised he came back. But even at that, they came back and they did the thing. Now they do have they have a team. They got a lot of talent as far as roster go though. You know, they got a lot of guys who you'd be like, okay, I know him, I know him, I know him. They got people who have proven themselves. I yeah, put it like that. you got that. Seth Curry yeah. out there, so at least we have a Curry in the playoffs. <laughs> you got Dwight Howard out there, who has of late, you've seen more maturity out of him. I mean, obviously, especially after winning the championship now, you can count on him to give you some decent bench minutes well, and, he, and points. He, he's always been a defender and a rebounder. So if nothing else, he'd give you that. You see what I'm saying? So, Yeah. But going on the, on the Hawks side, I know I talked about it last time, not really having a whole lot of star power on that side. But Trey Young, I think he's trying to fit himself into being the, the heel, if you will, like you talking wrestling terms. He's trying to make himself the heel of the NBA, where he's like, hey, I'm not the good guy. I'm not the guy that everybody's going to be loving. I'm the guy that's going to come out here and break some hearts. He's trying real he's hard. He's trying. He's trying. <laughs> that's what I give him. He's trying. Like, bruh. <laughs> Get your little six three seven. He's trying, but I don't know. I mean, he's cool. He can shoot. You know, he got he got got a little handle and stuff. He's cool. Uh, mm, we'll see. I don't. I don't. I believe in him as far as his his uh, competitiveness. Competitiveness. I think he's very competitive. And like I'm gonna show you. Remember when he played the Knicks? He was he was yeah. trying. Yeah, yeah, he was doing crazy stuff. So, yeah. But, and they um, have, like we talked about before, they have a good team around them because John Collins is not necessarily somebody you would see as your, your second best scorer or your, um, I guess you could say, go-to guy. You've got um, Bogdan Bogdanovich yeah, as well on that team. Yeah. Once again, not something that you necessarily want to have night in and night out trying to depend on him, give him the last shot. But at the end of the day, they're still pulling themselves together as far as getting a good nucleus of that team to coexist and Make something happen. I like their coach too, Nate McMillan. I, I I've been liking him a long time since he, I think, coached back in Portland with with uh, Damon Stoudemire. Way, yeah, <laughs> way, right, way right, back right. in them days. So yeah, way back in them days. But uh, anyway, so yeah, that's that's the playoff wrap up. Oh, I'm, on my picks, I got I got Phoenix. Well, of course you got Phoenix. Phoenix. Well, uh, Phoenix to win out and go to the Western Conference Finals and, and go into the the final NBA Finals itself is where I'm seeing them. Like you yeah. said, you can't trust the Clippers, but if Utah goes up against Phoenix, how 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 much do you see that that series really? I think it'll be a better out? series because they match up better. Right. But as far as Donovan, I don't know about his ankle. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. even if they make it, you got I think Chris can can handle that as far as that go. Uh so we'll see. I know I'm still holding tough for uh for the Bucks. Well, I was gonna say I'm taking Utah and Phoenix for the next round. 
I'm going to ride out with my first pick. I'm going to go with Utah. If okay. Whether they make it or not, I don't know. I'm going to go with Utah. And I'm going to go, since we got injuries to Kyrie and Harden, and and, and somebody probably going to push one of them to play. That's what I think. That's what I believe. Uh, whatever. they, You know, whatever. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks. And I don't know about the Atlanta and Hawks series. The Atlanta and Philly series. I mean, Atlanta, yeah, the Atlanta and Philly series. I don't know. I don't know. I I want to say Philly, but I – I don't know. The Hawks showed me something the last series, so I'm, 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 I don't know. Who you got? I'm going uh, easily Brooklyn, Phoenix in this. Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm going. Okay, Brooklyn, you Phoenix. ride with Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. I don't believe in them. I didn't believe in them from Jump Street. I'd, but I'd okay. like to hope that James Harden would come back and nah. help that team because I think he's more of a factor on that team than Kyrie is necessarily. Okay, let me ask you this: He 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 been had a hamstring injury since before the series. Absolutely. Since before this last one, he right. got hurt. And that's what we talked about all season. We've been talking about how the Nets needed some depth. The Nets had some depth. And they got rid of it. Right. <laughs> and to get that James Harden piece, they did all that. And now we're still in the same position where it's like, okay, we've seen them probably on the court together maybe about a total of 12 times since the beginning of this whole thing. That's true. All three of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what it's going to take. Obviously, we know that. But I still have faith in them pulling off this series. I like I like the Bucks in this series, but I don't I don't trust them that much. Okay, <laughs> I, I might be wrong because I'm not. I'm not big on the Eastern Conference. That's the biggest thing about me. You always know. <laughs> I'm not big on the Eastern Conference because I picked. I want the Suns to win, and I, I'm not necessarily picking them, but I want the Suns to win it all. Chris I Paul, elevate I wouldn't that be team mad. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, it's it's a pretty big deal to that entire um, organization, fan base, all that. I wouldn't be mad if, if Phoenix walked away with the whole thing, uh, but you know, if the Seventy Sixers go. Doc, his his you know Doc has put his name in there, man. Yeah, like with the teams that he's built right, right, and put right. together and yeah. made it to this. I mean, that's what three championships they went to. He would have went to. Yeah, that's correct because he lost one against uh, Kobe and Lakers, yeah. and he also beat Kobe yeah. and Lakers. So and that's three. Only, only the Clippers' time is a, is the only gray area in that whole right. uh, part of his career right there. We had to try to figure that. Part it wasn't out. really gray. Uh, who? Chris kept getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So it was. It was. So it was. Yeah, it wasn't really great. His pieces kept falling. So that's why for so long we couldn't talk about Chris Paul going to the Western Conference Finals. Right, because he he's yeah, yeah. injured. And he got injured again, but right. it's okay this time. So yeah, but you and know. now the Suns, like I said, if they were to make it that far, even to at least go to the finals, past Utah, or we still have a chance out there for the Clippers, even though we don't know, we don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> It'll be the, the Suns' third trip. In history? In history. Going to the finals. Of course, like we talked about, they haven't made the playoffs since 2009, 2010. So to go all the way from not being there for so long, not even touching it, <laughs> being being anywhere close to that. I remember one. Uh, they played the Bulls. Yeah. They had KJ. It's Kevin Johnson for y'all who don't know. I love Kevin Johnson. They had KJ, Charles Barkley, uh, I think Dan Marley, uh, that, that team. I'm not sure what year that was. I cannot. Is it 94? Five? It must have been 95. I want to say 95. Maybe 94. I don't know. But I don't remember. Whichever year the guy beat by Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't remember what. It was 93, actually. Okay. 93. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. The other one before that was 1976. Yeah, see, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. So. Okay. 
Of so, course, at that time, yeah. the Celtics were, were winning an 8-13 championship, so we, we already <laughs> knew what we are going to see from the Celtics in the mid-70s. So, yeah. Uh, but if they if they pull it out, I'll be happy for them. I, like I said, I and the interesting part about the teams remaining right now would be the seed, and we talked about it a little bit last time around, and I wanted to get into that. So right now, the Milwaukee Bucks sit at the three seed. So if you okay. choose them to go all the way, they would become the first team in this decade to actually pull it off being a, not a number one or a number two seed because we haven't seen a number three seed since Dallas Mavericks in 2011. And prior to that was the San Antonio Spurs in 07. So it doesn't happen very rarely. That's why like the whole pra- playoff bracket stuff, it's all about who's going to upset who. But ideally, it still ends up being either the one or the two. Only time in history this ever happened. I had to look it up to find out. Rockets in 95, they uh-huh. were six seed. Uh-huh. And right now... They beat Orlando the first yeah. the first year. Who did they beat the second year? No, nah, they weren't six seed the next year. The, the first year... They were they was six seed? Yeah. Okay, I know it went back to back, but yeah, okay. So... Right now, the lowest seeded team would be Atlanta Hawks. They're sitting at number five right now, and they potentially could be the next one to say, okay, we're not even a top two team, <laughs> but we made it out into that. Because right now, obviously, if we are propelling Utah to face um, Phoenix in, the next, in that Western Conference Finals round, then they would be number one, number two. Right. If Philly were to play Brooklyn, number one, number, number two. Yeah. So I don't think Brooklyn going to make it, but you say that, okay. <laughs> so that's cool. So I think that was just pretty interesting to look at right there because we we talk about all this playoff bracket stuff and then ultimately we still know we have a good idea of who can be there. That's why I said I'm not all the way sold on Milwaukee. That's because it's a series. And anytime in a series it's hard to be bad the whole series. Like you have to be, like I said you have to beat me four times. Yeah. It's hard for me to play terrible four games in a row. So that's what I say. That's why, like in other sports, like football or whatever, it doesn't matter. The seeding less matters because it's about one game. It's about today, and you got to come today. If you don't come today, there is no tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, speaking of football, you ready to transition? Nah, we got to talk about these NBA awards, man. Because I got. Oh, I got that's some, right. That's right. You did. Okay. I got something up? I'm upset about. Man. Okay. What's up? So, you tell me what's up. Being that I'm a baseball fan, right? In baseball, they have the American League MVP, American League rookie. The National, and the League, National League, League, right? Yeah, and the National okay. League MVP. Should the NBA and the NFL at least go somewhere within that route as far as some of these? Not saying all, because of course we want to say a league MVP, right? Okay. But should they go that route when it talks about conferences? You know, the East and West Conference, or your NFC or AFC uh, conference, having those guys get their own individual awards? Because I'm upset about Tom Thibodeau winning this uh, this Coach of the Year. Why? I'm not mad at Tom winning. Why? They were 41 and 31. Of course, we had a 10. A but 10 who picked the Knicks to do anything? That's what <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> we had a 10 less a 10 less game season this year. He won already the coach of the year. His first year was Chicago. And they were some bad boys. They were great. As far as the voting went, he was 11 points higher than Monty Williams, who I would have thought would have been there. Okay, we give Chris Paul his, his due. Devin Booker obviously stepped his game up and elevated this season to be a two seed in this uh, Western Conference. But... If we had an Eastern Conference and a Western Conference Coach of the Year, then easily it would have been Monty Williams. That's true. I'm not mad at that if they split the award for two separate conferences. Right. I'm not mad. That's what the video games do. Uh, it, I think it's in Madden. Uh, they split the AFC, NFC awards, so you're the best in the NFC, AFC on Madden. Don't, don't Yeah, this is Madden. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't played the 2K one, 2K20. I didn't play this last one, so yeah. I don't know. But – yeah, so I wouldn't be mad if they split the awards like that, Eastern Conference, Western Conference MVP and Defensive Player of the Year and all that. You would have – it might get more confusing because then at that point you'd be like, well, he's the Defensive Player of the Year yeah, right, right. in this particular conference. So I don't know. 
And like I said, all around, we know we want to congratulate the MVP of the league. But these individual awards, they mean something. Because like right now, Rudy Gobert was second in the league in rebounds behind uh, Clint Capella, who plays for the Hawks on the Eastern right. Conference. But Utah being obviously as dominant as they were First, this year. Yeah. And Rudy Gobert having 13 and a half rebounds a game. He won the defensive player of the year right. For award the right there. Second or third time? Yeah, I want to say it was the third. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Back to back, if I'm not mistaken, as that's well. Fine. So, <laughs> Mo- most improved player, Julius Randle. Julius Randle. New York Knicks again. And, and that's given, though. Yeah. Because yeah. the dude. Almost forgotten about it. I'd say that. Well, he had started. He, he, he It took him a while to develop. i say that. Mm-hmm. He took him a while. When he first played for the Lakers, to me, he was trash. But that's just me. So, then he went to the Pelicans, I think. In, in that trade yeah, where they got trade, rid of everybody. Yeah, right, right, that trade, they got rid of everybody. He went to the Pelicans, and he has started to become. Now he has become, he needs some help, but he's that dude. So I like Julius Randle. So I, I'm not mad at most improved player by Julius Randle. Especially since we see a, a bit of a trend right here, right? So we talked about Julius Randle at the Knicks, and, of course, Tom Thibodeau, the head coach of the Knicks. And right. then we got Rudy Gobert as the defensive player of the year and the sixth man of the year being Jordan Clarkson. Now, granted, I give Jordan Clarkson all due credit because – he has been balling differently. Kind of like the same situation which you just talked with Julius Randle. Kind of a little slow start to his career. Right. Not necessarily on a, on a fast track to get to some kind of ascension. Some people take more time to develop. He is definitely showing himself and his worth out there in Utah. We right. haven't seen, I don't think Utah Jazz have, has ever had a, a six-man a year because it was always the Stockton Malone era. It was yeah. like, okay, who else would have been a six-man back then? I don't know. They had some pretty talented rosters. I, I can name people off the top of my head, but I don't. I think that were the starters, <laughs> like right, Jeff exactly. Hornacek. And, uh, <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking people, so I don't know. But that's just my two cents right there. I don't know how it would go in the NFL, especially because, once again, talking about the NFL, having not as many games as these other sports, but having so much more of a roster. You can probably put a basketball team and a baseball team together and still not have enough people that's on an NFL roster. So to I just single out, what, seven individuals out of thousands of players, <laughs> at least a thousand players, if not more than that, it's kind of crazy to just say, okay, that guy alone had this many sacks when the other guy behind him maybe had a half a sack less. Right. Or th- touchdowns being thrown. We talk about it all the time as far as um, somebody like a Jameis Winston who obviously had a lot of touchdowns thrown, but at the same time had a lot of picks <laughs> as well. Uh, I- I'm for splitting the award. Like I say, I'm, it's cool. I'm, I- I'm in favor of that. I would like to s- – they could try it, you know what I mean, and see what happens from it. But uh, so, yeah. Speaking of people trying stuff, though, the NFL. Oh, we talking about oh NFL. I yeah. thought we were talking about this boxing situation. Okay, we talking about NFL. Okay. Nah, it's people really trying, <laughs> really, really trying in boxing. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Julio Jones is going to try it out with another team. Yeah. After man. having such an illustrious career, I would say, with the Atlanta Falcons, now he's going to be the Tennessee Titans. Well, don't say that like everything. Don't say that like 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 he 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 just he was free and signed somewhere else. No, nah, I'm saying he's he gonna try to because he wanted to be traded. Well, I understand. He knew their salary cap situation. I'm pretty sure his agent came to him and said, "Hey, man, we might as well try to find somewhere for you to go before they try to find some for somewhere for you to go because you'd rather be in control of your destiny, right? I feel you. On That's that. what a lot of these players want to make sure they do. They could have sent him somewhere. Like I, I mean, how many bad teams are there really nowadays? What would be a really bad team to go to right now? The Texans don't have a, a clear future right now in mind. They don't because they don't have anything clear. I think that mind. would probably be one of the teams where you'd be like, man, not there. Because there's a lot of competitive divisions right now. I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of bottom-of-the-barrel teams. I, don't, I hope we wouldn't see any more see, 0-16 or see, now 0-17 teams. See, you say that, 
because you, you know why you say that? It's the same reason I tell you at the draft. You say that because on paper, everybody, everybody look good. good. When you start playing, something happens. <laughs> <laughs> it separates the people. But anyway, I don't know. I don't know a bad team you could really go to. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Julio fan. I like Julio. Uh, and that's why you want to see the best for him. And right now with the, the Derrick Henry running back situation that they have there and everything like that, like he's still a, a good, productive back every year. King being, Henry, man. Being as good he, as he is, they could potentially be in the run for that AFC South division every single year. The Jags are going to be trying to up and coming right now with Urban Meyer getting his roster together and everything. We just talked about the Texans not necessarily doing anything. And but the Colts. I believe and the Colts could, I, I believe could the almost Colts. be in a, in a, a semi-rebuild because you got a brand-new quarterback out there. I was going to say that. I, I, I don't know about Carson Wentz. Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know. The, I don't know. I don't know about Carson Wentz. The team was good, though. That's the thing. The team right. was good. I don't know about Carson Wentz, but the team was good. So, Indy made the playoffs last year. They were an 11-5 right. team. Now you just plug and play a different quarterback and hope for the same. <laughs> I mean, uh, but right now, like we just talked chemistry. about. Chemistry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> chemistry. Everybody has to be able to get along with them. And Right now with the Tennessee Titans, they are reigning AFC South champions. I can't remember how far they made in the playoffs. They got to the division around, right? They played Baltimore. Baltimore beat them. Okay. Remember? Uh, the, yeah, 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 that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Got they, so much NBA going on, I forgot about yeah, the NFL. Game for with that game when that purple Lamborghini was rolling down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I like, I like them on offense. I like Tennessee on offense. I don't know defensively. They got rid of a lot of pieces defensively. They got rid of um, – Malcolm Brown, not, not Malcolm Brown, uh, Malcolm Butler. They got rid of Dory Jackson. Uh, a lot of pieces. Uh, so I don't know defensively. Yeah, I remember you talking about that last yeah, year because they that were was, worse defensively last yeah, year they than were they were before. before. Right. I'm like, yo. So now you're getting potentially yeah. in, a, in a really bad position right now where you can't just count on King Henry every game to just bail you out or keep you afloat. I mean, even if, like I say, okay, so so what happens is you get into the shootout situations. If you can't stop me and I can't stop you, you have shootouts. Well, what happens in the shootout? Somebody make a mistake, and that's the, you know that's you know I don't know, but I like them offensively. I like Julio, who's gonna wear number two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna yeah. wear number two. He's now. wearing number two. He was even offered the number eleven, but he said, "Nah, I'm good. I want to go with a new number, new team." You know, a lot of players do that. So, where does his expertise really come in with them? What you mean? What, being, what, what, on, being on the field to really make the team that much better, though. I mean, we obviously know this is Julio Jones. Here's this the thing: who you going who you gonna double? If you double both of them, right. you got King Henry. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So who, now I don't know who their tight end is because uh, John o. Smith left went to the Patriots. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah. know who the tight end is, but uh, that that might be a, a big part too. But but with AJ Brown on the other side of that, of that uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, 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 and even though Julio's older, do you trust your corner? These corners who who you just signed or whatever to to match up with a man to man. If so, try it. I'm gonna tell you to try it. We are gonna see how many times you try it. If your corner's just that dude, he might he might become a household name in that game. But you know, we'll see. But I don't know. I don't know who you do. But like I said, offensively, they're looking like an offensive juggernaut. They're yeah, looking they're, like. I believe they're gonna be trying to do some kind of I don't know tight end by committee type of thing right about now. Because I mean, you do have those weapons already on offense. There's no big name out there as far as a tight end right now. Maybe right. not no big name we haven't seen yet. I mean, of course. People emerge. Still, you know, it's, it's, yeah, right. it's football. <laughs> and uh, staying in the NFL, I know you want to talk some more about your boy Aaron Rodgers. And yeah. His, his quarrels with his And the, uh, and the ongoing saga with him and the, and the Packers because uh, Mike Murphy came out and said he was a complicated fella. 
Bethany which, even came out and had some stuff about how he was dividing the fan base, even. Yeah, something and like so that. It's a lot of it's a lot of different moving parts with that right there. I still said that I feel like he would be going somewhere else at this point. We've Where? seen it so Where many times. Go? We've seen it so many times that a team has a disgruntled player and they want out. The team obviously is like, no, we're trying to hold on to everything we can right now with you because we're not going to be that as good as we are right now with you as the, as the reigning MVP, mind you. Okay. They said they said so they saw some good stuff from Jordan Love. Right. And practice and everything. Right. But I don't know if Jordan Love's ready to fill them kind of shoes. He, okay. Well, the, here's the thing. The team is talented. When your team is talented, you can make more mistakes. Um, Jordan Love is coming in. He has a year of getting the playbook and stuff under his belt already. He was there last year. Mm-hmm. People make sure he's a rookie. <laughs> he was there last year. Yeah he, didn't, yeah, he didn't take many <laughs> snaps and stuff like that, but you were there. You were in the building. People got to know you. You got to know them. That accounts for a lot. Uh, and like I said, where is Aaron going to go this late? The draft has happened. Yeah. Free agency has happened. I've, where are you going? I've since changed my mind. I'm like, okay, I don't think he's going to make it to the 49ers no more. That's not that's, nah, that where are you going? at this point. You're either going home, I'm going to take my ball and go home, right. or you're going to come back. <laughs> where are you going? He don't have nowhere to go. That's going to be the craziest part about it watching the whole thing unfold is him having to walk back through that, that door in Lambeau and everybody still go crazy for him. You know him. what, though? I don't think no he'll do that. Loss. I don't think he'll do that. I think his pride is too strong. I don't think he'll do that. He'll be like, man, F, F that. I'm not doing that. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, I'm not doing that. Bump all y'all. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not coming back. I'm going to retire. And I think they'll be like, okay. Because, you know, in football, it's different. In football, you, can, you, you can't really muscle your way out like you do in basketball. They don't let you. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't let you do that. So you try to muscle your way in football, and they and, and they sit you there. Uh, Marcus Allen, prime example. Marcus Allen had a few with Al Davis. Mar- For those of you who don't know, Marcus Allen is a Hall of Fame running back, got drafted by the, uh, I don't think it was L.A. Raiders or Oakland Raiders at the time, but Raiders. Al Davis benched him. He sat him on the bench for years and years and years. Set him behind Bo Jackson also for yeah, years and years and now, years. Yeah. Traded him away. They thought he wasn't no good. He signed with Kansas City. They went on to go to the AFC Championship game, and he was still productive. My point being, the NFL, they will let you sit and rot on the sideline. That's what they do. So, you know. And speaking of players that are a little bit disgruntled, have their their grievances, and sometimes Aaron and Le'Veon Bell came out with some of the weirdest comments. Oh, he's tripping. And it's just weird to me on so many different accounts because, first of all. It's not weird to me. I know what's up. First of all, it's fading. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell needs to understand how deep the Andy Reid, the Andy Reid coaching tree is rooted right now because it's fading. There's not a whole lot of coaches out there that don't have respect for Andy or don't have a history with Andy. That's true. And now you're That's a free true. agent trying to get a job in the NFL. Like the the Steelers days are behind Le'Veon now, right? He had to become a bro. Everything is behind. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. <laughs> yeah, he's like 29. Well, he's 29, 30. He's not. He's not. The, he's like twenty nine or thirty. But the fact is, first of all, the dude has had many injuries, like many big time injuries, like ACLs, MCLs. He's had torn ligaments at least about two or three times. Anyway, but productivity wise, you know, you know how the NFL is. Every every game is an audition for somebody else exactly. for your future, if nothing else for yourself. Uh, dude, you didn't put much on tape, B. You know, so you, you like I said, I know why, because he's fading and he needs another opportunity because he's fading. He is not Frank Gore 
Where you gonna yeah, go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where and you for gonna those, go? For those who didn't know, Le'Veon Bell came out on Instagram and posted something saying, "I'd never play for Andy Reid again. I retire first. So I guess he may be trying Bye. to say, "Hey, I'm retiring. Just go ahead and come out and say it. I'm gonna hang these cleats up." But see, he said it was the worst. Th- he said that uh, I think he said the situation was bad for him because I guess I don't know if they told him something that, that wasn't true or he misconstrued some information when he signed. Right, what his role would be right. Yeah. What his role would be in the team and what happened to play after after that uh, he wasn't the main cog dude but we didn't i didn't think he was gonna be the main cog dude when he signed there but you know and of course we have had some characters that kind of stuff like that before because we would never never seen seen based on what former eagles head coach uh chip kelly said about his players that he eventually cut or traded at that time when he had his what three-year stint in philadelphia something like that atrocious LaShawn McCoy was one of those pieces that he traded away for Kiko Alonso, if people don't remember, from the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah, we remember that crazy stuff. (laughs) So one of the most lopsided trades, I guess you could say, right there and there. But based on that kind of information that he he felt that way about LaShawn McCoy, LaShawn McCoy just came off back-to-back Super Bowl victories by not even playing that many snaps. And they won them. Not even having a big... A big part to play on either one of those and teams. And then one up. <laughs> so sometimes you just got to go ahead and ride out in the sunset and just say, "Hey, I've amassed my yards, I've gotten my money. Now I get to come with a team where I can feel like I accomplished something in my career." You, that may not land him in the Hall of Fame. It may because of his individual. First of all, but he's not going to no. be first ballot. First of all, winning a Super Bowl does not make you a Hall of Fame player. But it also uh, adds that extra icing on the cake, if you will, because he had a good career individually before with his team that's that true with. that's true but i'm just saying don't 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 put oh, no. that out there like Not, like no, that I mean, just makes you hall of fame otherwise no. rookies otherwise rookies that just happen to be on the practice squad could, <laughs> could be a, a oh. hall of fame the super bowl but uh yeah but but that's even different too like i said Mich- uh, uh, LaShawn mccoy had productive seasons after that Le'Veon bell hasn't had a true productive season since pittsburgh right that's been what Three, four years ago? Yeah, we're getting there. That's a long time, B. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's why I say it's fading. It's over <laughs> to me, but I don't know. We'll see. And, and the position that he plays is running back. They don't give running backs too much love in this league. You know, they, they don't. So, you know. So, speaking of fading, I talked about it last time because I felt like the career and the, and the popularity was fading. Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. We got to talk about it, even though. Did you watch it? I wasted my money on it. Yeah, I did. See, I told you I wasn't going to watch it. I, I, t- <laughs> I told you. I said, I'm not spending my money on that. I'm not watching that. And they showed the highlights. First of all, I was surprised Floyd had hair. Uh, speaking of <laughs> that, I was, I was surprised. I was like, who is this dude? This is Floyd? He got the hair, the beard. I'm used to seeing him. You know, you used to seeing Floyd with nothing. You know what I'm saying? He saw he saw Deion Sanders, and you're like, you know what? It's time for a change. Maybe <laughs> maybe it was the pandemic. He spent a lot of time at home. Maybe the barber didn't want to come over as often anymore. He said, you know what? I'll just go the opposite route right now and let it grow. I guess. But uh, to those who, um, I guess, sacrificed themselves forty nine ninety nine and um, contributed to the how much I came home and say said it eventually came out to be. Uh, We're just going to say he made at least $30 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going to put that out there. That, he, I mean, that's at least, because I think he said that just the... I think it was more than that, just too. Just the advertising on his shorts. Right. I think it was more than that, too. The, I'm just the saying. The trunks that he wore it was about worth $30 million. Yeah. So I don't have an actual number, though, so I'm just going to throw $30 million out there, because I don't have an actual number. But to those who spent number. the money on there, I salute you, because I did as well. Um, we got to see some boxing. I mean... Out of the entire fight, I, could, I can honestly say we did see some... 
some surprising stuff from Logan Paul. I'd say that. I mean, they're talking about right. Over okay, six okay, we're talking about him. Ring. See what I'm saying? See, I understand in, in boxing and stuff, you need a name, right? Because you need to, you need to draw. You need a draw card. Floyd being that draw card, that's what turned me off from it. I don't want to see Floyd. Floyd is like 44 years old. I've seen you, Floyd. You retired. You out here fighting people on YouTubers and, and, and people like that. I don't want to see you. But I get it. Boxing needs a name, and you need to grab a name. But, nah. But, yeah, you saw Logan come out there and really, you know, you see him do his thing. Yeah, I think Floyd came out and said afterwards, too, at the post-game um, conference, that sorry, post-match conference, something about being a basically a legit bank robber. I mean, he's been able to take all this money and nobody's even looking the other way like, hey, wait a minute, just because Floyd is on the, on the ticket means I'm going to spend this money or I'm going to go to this right. fight? That's the way it go. I mean, that's the way it went. I, I don't, like I say, you pay for it. I said I wasn't watching it. I watched the highlights on ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> they was talking about it. And also on that, that same ticket right Chad. there, Chad Johnson. Now, see, that was more entertaining. P- people were saying that yeah, was actually more I didn't even catch that one. That's the bad part. I, see? I, the, the fight was so short. By the time I got home and I bought the fight, I was like, wait, Chad's already down? <laughs> They knocked him. He knocked him down once. But if you didn't know, Chad worked out boxing. He, he he does boxing workouts anyway. But he also said he eat a lot of McDonald's. Right. But <laughs> but, but <laughs> I don't know. He said he had to quit. He said he had to quit it for a while. He had to actually eat healthy for a change. Right. That, that hurt him. You but, can see the way he looked. Lou right. looked good. You could tell he he bulked up a little bit. You know he did whatever. So you could tell. But uh, but like I said, he boxes as a workout. So he wasn't too far from. It's not like grabbing somebody who didn't know what they were doing. You know what I mean? He had some kind of boxing footwork. He had that stuff down already. But uh, he tried to give him his due when he got tired. You know, you get tired boxing. His hands dropped. Hands dropped and caught him in the chin. He hit the deck. He got back up. He was trying to give him a, like, like yeah, you got me. That's what's up. If, you, if Those of you who don't know the highlight, he got up, you know. So, yeah. but And along the lines of, I guess you could say, athletes crossing over into boxing or just celebrities in general. I don't know when this came about, but all of a sudden there's like a celebrity boxing like league or, or association, something or the other. Lamar Odom just fought Aaron Carter, a former musician. And I was like, okay, these are the people that got beef against each other. They just want to fight just to, just just to showcase some skills or something like that. Lamar Odom, obviously former NBA player had a lot, a lot of stuff going on in his career outside the, um, the NBA arenas that he played in. But, he dropped uh he dropped Aaron Carter a couple of times in the fight. Oh, I know he dropped him. He I dropped him? Yeah, I didn't watch the fight. I mean, he's about ten inches taller than Aaron Carter. He you is, he's like se- how, how tall is Lamar? Ain't he like almost seven feet? Yeah, he's like six ten. Six ten, six eleven. He's one of those guys that don't want to be called a seven footer, but obviously he's Man, up there. Get your so, big seven foot self. We even had Chuck Liddell, former UFC fighter, as the guest referee. So like I said, this whole yeah. thing was just a circus in general. But <laughs> it's, it's the, it had me thinking now. You, if you grew up in the '90s, you watched celebrity, celebrity death, death match, match right? man. Yeah, you already yeah. know where I'm going with this because we want to see some of these fights. Though there's a couple of these celebrities out here who have had little run-ins back in the early '90s when celebrity death match was pretty popular. Eminem came out with a bunch of rap songs dissing everybody. So <laughs> to see Eminem in the fight in the fighting ring, even with Clay versus the Backstreet Boys or Britney yeah, Spears, it was, whoever, yeah. it was funny. And I feel like in real life, it would just be just as entertaining <laughs> right now. J. Cole, for those who don't listen to him or don't follow a lot of his music, 
came out and recently said he had a little scuffle with, with Puff Daddy, with P. Diddy, with Diddy, whoever you want to call him, with Sean Combs. And <laughs> All I'm like, that. <laughs> you know what? I know there's a bit of an age difference right there, but still. It's a huge if, age difference. If y'all had a little bit of a squabble right then, I know they obviously since then they – they squashed, squashed that, all yeah. that. They made everything like, hey, it was just a little misunderstanding type of thing. But something along those lines, like give me something like that where I can say, okay, these guys actually got it out for each other and they want to fight each other. Well, it's not. It, you don't have too much of that, though. Unless you go get, you know, like, uh, I hate to say this, Michael Crabtree and Akeem Tlaib oh, and you put them man. together. You know, you can put some stuff together. The South Dallas Special. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We can we can Yo, put it on the card for the next. Uh, I next like fight. that. But, that could be Earl Spence on the card, right? But there. yeah, but you know, unless you go get some people who really have a, a, a disdain for each other, you're just trying something. But but you got to give people the credit. Uh, I think Chad said it. He said you got to be willing to fail. You know what I mean? It's a, just trying some stuff. But you know, it's cool. And, and I, I think you you learn more about yourself when you do different stuff than anything else because you learn you know what I can really do this or I can really try this or no matter how hard it get I'm willing to go through it so hey but you know it was cool like I said I'll, I'll go ahead and tune my attention more to the professionals who actually have a belt to, to fight for and <laughs> whenever a fight does come up that actually says hey that's some people that actually got some beef with each other that want to go and air it out like I said even going to the early 2000s we had a bunch of rappers having beef with each other Fat Joe could have probably came out there and fought uh, fought 50 Cent for all we know. And I've been like, yeah, let's tune in. Yeah, but it, you're not finna go. Look, you're not finna box. <laughs> you have to get in shape. You got to yeah. work out. You got to it's certain stuff you got to do. You ain't finna do that. I, I'm just mad at you. I just want to fight. Right. It's, it's totally different. <laughs> now, if we now if nobody's in shape and you go out there and put two people together who just don't like each other, that's different. That's basically a street fight with some boxing gloves. Now, you can do that, too. That's probably more, you know, whatever. You're not, not finna ask nobody okay, to be okay. in shape. Well, going along the lines about people in shape, we have seen a lot of the offensive and defensive players in the um, NFL now, offensive linemen and defensive linemen particularly, they're more in shape than they were 40 years ago. Back True. then, it was just eat a bunch of steaks and hamburgers and go out there and block somebody. Right. Or pass rush guys, obviously, just lay on you and all of a sudden the quarterback lay right. now these guys got finesse. the big Tony Saragusas right. out there <laughs> nowadays these guys got finesse they got skill they got speed all that stuff and seeing a couple offensive linemen defensive linemen go against each other in a fight and wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be that bad actually because they get into it every now and then on the field That's of course true. referee got to come bust it up that's true. But to see them actually like, hey, off season, NFL rules don't apply. We're not gonna sit there and stop you from doing anything to each other. Go ahead and just put these ten pound gloves on. Come on. I feel you. Like uh uh I think who had who had beef? I wanna say uh John Runyon and and Michael Strahan. Yeah. Yeah, that was that one of NFC them. East. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. one of them. Um But you know We're but, not going to go that old, but No, no, I'm just I'm guys just, in that No, same I'm bringing room. up I'm, I'm bringing up that for reference point, but at the same time, after the, the after the game is over, the game is over. Like I say, unless yeah. you really have a disdain. Some people really don't have a disdain. Like I think about it. All these people with the high with the high school together, college yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. I know you. They like, compete yeah, each other or I play with each you, other for right. years. I, I know you. I know your family. We ate together, all that stuff. It's not it's not really a disdain. You know, you don't get the Andre Rise and the Deion Sanders thing on the yeah. you don't get a whole lot of that. And even them, they were cool at one point. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. And and no offense uh, to Dion or Andre, I love y'all, man. And and I, I think Andre said it on something I was watching. They should have talked it out later on in life, but they haven't talked. 
Yeah. They should have they right, talked to right. that later on in life. We see a lot of that because like the yeah. Isaiah Michael, uh, Michael Jordan type of thing right there. Was well, that like, was a different situation <laughs> though. See, but that's what I'm saying. You you got two people who really, you know, I don't like you and you don't like me. But it's not a whole lot of that. It's not a whole lot of that. All right, so switching gears before we get up out of there. A couple little baseball little headlines, little things to talk about. We were kind of going at it with the uh, the city connection, uh, Major League the Baseball jer- uniforms. Jersey, yeah, uniforms and stuff. And we didn't get a chance to talk about it yet, but the Chicago White Sox have some of the best that we've seen so far. I mean, it's still early on. You sure we didn't talk about that? Nah. I don't remember talking about it because I know we ain't talked about the Miami one either because we talked about the Miami pinstripe one. No, nah, we didn't we, talk about that. No, nah, yeah. we talked about somebody else. We, they had all black yeah. or something like that. Was it the Was it the Chicago one we talked about then? I think so. I had to go back to another episode then because I remember we talked about that Boston hideous yellow one. It was ugly, man. See, but, that was yeah. We talked about yeah. We talked, about, but no, nah, we didn't talk about Miami. I like that. For those of you who don't know, what is that? Uh, Miami. What What edition is that? Miami Marlins. Um, what is it called? I'm not sure what their actual uh, history of it is, but I remember it was a Cuban ball club that they got the. Um, idea from the idea from it was inspired by that and for those who obviously don't have the time to look at it or anything like that it's got all red jersey with pinstripes it's cool the pinstripes so me being a fan of pinstripes that's why I wanted to talk about the Chicago White Sox because they went with the same, they same did. kind of look I think we talked about yeah that's what I'm saying but see here's the thing it's a red jersey with that white letters uh, numbers but see depends on what kind of pants they're going to put with that that's what they've been messing they up at I wore white pants as well just like Boston did well that's cool though because it matches the whatever right like uh, the Boston was yellow and and, and blue though. What? Yeah, that that. Yeah. No, see, you don't wear you don't wear white pants with that. You and we're still on... waiting for more clubs to come out with it since we already might have talked about the Chicago one. I'll spare everybody the the repeat because I just like that team, even though I don't like that team specifically. I like <laughs> their actual idea. I think they said the first um first teams are going to be seven teams, and they actually came up with the names for all those. So Diamondbacks from Arizona are going to get one. The Chicago Cubs are also going to get one. I don't know if there's going to say uh, West Side on there so that, since the Chicago White Sox went with South Side on their jerseys. I highly doubt that it says West Side, speaking of because of their history. I right. doubt that's going to say West Side. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a little more gang affiliation. Yeah. Stuff going on there. <laughs> L.A. Dodgers, which everybody should be excited about. They're obviously reigning World Series yeah, champions and everything like that. And, and, I mean, I don't know if they would go with some kind of like Laker purple and gold. It's just me thinking out something out loud right there because obviously I talked about the crossover colors between different different teams. Right. And being that both teams came off championships in the same season mere weeks away from each other, that would be a right. good idea just tossing it out there. <laughs> San Francisco Giants, who soon may be the only baseball team in the Bay Area, which we're about to get into as well, they're also on that list as well with going on to Miami and Boston with the first seven teams that will start up the whole right. uh, City Connect. Once again, that's just something that Nike obviously is doing. I think they already announced the dates too. San Francisco Giants are going to get theirs July 9th and LA Dodgers right behind them on August 18th. Um, Arizona Diamondbacks, I guess, came out with theirs. And I like I like the, the, the design because it um, if for those who obviously know snakes – a right. diamondback is a snake. Diamondback, yeah. So they decided to go with the word snakes translated in, into Spanish. So okay. serpientes, for those who have the Spanish tongue. Is that snakes or serpents? I'm guessing it translates as such in Spanish. I've never I've never had to translate the word snakes. We might have to snakes. look that up because uh, I don't know how I feel about wearing a shirt that says serpents. Right, right. <laughs> we, might, we might have to look that up. But anyway, we might have to look that up. But yeah. So, so yeah. obviously the... Uh, 
I, I guess the Arizona Valley area right there has a, a great Latin population. So kind of like the Miami one being based on yeah, Cuban heritage Cuban, and yeah. Cuban baseball team, they wanted to go ahead. We'll go with that same. Um, what color were you seeing on there? Is that like a tan? It's like a cream. Yeah. yeah, creamish. Yeah, like a cream, tan, cream color, and red. So that's another team that already got theirs out there. Um, Chicago Cubs, I guess, I apparently did come out with theirs. It says Wrigleyville on there, which is their nickname, I right. think, because they've been playing Wrigley Field since right. the beginning of the time. That's the stadium, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the stadium with the field. So not too much uh, details on the accents of the jerseys and whatnot. Of course, you can always go online and check them out yourself, but we always want to take the time to – Look into some of the new jerseys from every one of these sports. Cause I've been yeah, seeing some of these know, WNBA do. jerseys, and I've been liking them. Yeah, yeah, I like they them They came too. out with a whole new onslaught. It wasn't like, I'm hey, happy. we going to bring back an old one or anything like that. It was like, no, we're going to go come up with all new designs, all new colors sometimes. I'm happy, though, because sometimes when you – if you ever watching a WNBA game, you'd be like, who am I watching? Because they got so many advertisers on the front right. of that jersey. You'd be like, man, who is this? You're playing against the United Methodist <laughs> Church. Or United, uh, right. You'd be like, who is this? I understand. It's cool. It's logo. You got sponsors. I understand all that, but – Man, can we find out who we, you know, can we just put a, a name of who we are? The city, something. Yeah, something. But yeah. And like I talked about just now with um, the nine, oh, sorry, the Giants. The Giants, might be yeah, only, only the, team uh, in the Bay Area. Right. So we talked about it briefly last time. The Oakland A's, I'm not sure any new developments since the last time I talked about it, but they've been in Oakland since 1968. They haven't had the ballpark renovated since 95, 96. And this is a heavily used ballpark because like up until recently. Years, B. Well, yeah. Yeah. Up until recently, you had the Raiders sharing the stadium with them until they got their own right. <laughs> so they haven't done any renovations in so long. And then now they're like, hey, can we get a new ballpark? Now, obviously, they haven't won anything in so long that I'm pretty sure like, there ain't no matter. money there. Her, here's the thing. People want to leave and go to a different area. Sometimes your heritage in the area is big, i.e. San Diego Chargers going to Los Angeles. They've never been to Los Angeles Chargers. And they go to Los Angeles, which I I can't stand to be honest. And they share in a stadium with uh, the Rams. The yeah, Rams. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I have a, I don't know. I think you should try to do all you can instead of leaving to do all you can to stay. You know what I mean? Your heritage, your fans, your your team has been brought up in that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I believe you should do everything you can to stay. And I feel like the San Francisco ballpark itself is, I'm sorry, the Oakland ballpark itself is very outdated. Uh, just taking a look at it while they were playing a game there, I was watching a, a couple games, a series that they had there, and right. noticed how a lot of stuff is just outdated. They had like random tunnels behind the actual yeah. outfield, where yeah. usually the outfield is more predicated towards having stands there so you can actually have fans in the stand able to catch the home run balls. Well, but that's because it was used for blanks. something else. Right. So they had to make sure they had that. Nice wide open space where they can drag in and out of football field, right? And set it up for multi purpose use. But even the um, I want to say it's even the uh, not the dugout, but the bullpen where the pitchers warm up at and everything and hang out during the game, uh, just waiting for the name to be called or something like that. Even that is kind of outdated, it's on the side right. of the field, it's not necessarily right. in its own little area. Those guys are just sitting down there on the side of the, the um, outfield line, just waiting to, like I said, be called up on if they wanted to had to get in the game, but. That ballpark is just so outdated in general that I feel like they should do something because right now there's so many advances in stadiums and arenas and everything everything, like that. Like right now the Raiders decided in Vegas because, of course, this is Vegas we're talking about. They're going to have a nightclub in the end zone. Wow. So right behind the end zone right there, we've seen a swimming pool, obviously, in Miami. Yeah, at the the the, Hard Rock. Right, the Hard Rock. Rock, So they have a a whole swimming pool out there for those who haven't seen a Miami Dolphins game. But now they're going to have an end zone – 
nightclub that stretches the entire length of it. They're going to have DJs, bottle service, everything. It's going to be called the Winfield Club. Wow. So they're going all out with this, like I right. said. And because this is obviously Las Vegas, Vegas Sin City, yeah. and it's like, hey, welcome to team. And I granted, I think what well, they have a WNBA team out there as well, so they could yeah, be potentially the Las trying Vegas to Aces. yeah, trying to expand that. Whereas, okay, maybe the next NBA expansion or relocation could be in Vegas itself. We already saw All Star Game there. Why not? Same thing, like I said, now with this whole baseball situation. Why not put a baseball team out there too? I'm not pushing for that. Like I said, I'm pushing for them to stay where they are. I understand they want a new stadium, get a new stadium. I don't know what the what the um, what am I saying? I don't know what the comp complexities are with that keeping them yeah right like what all they need or whatever i don't i don't know but i mean you can get a stadium you can get a stadium stay out there man it's your fans man speaking of stadiums too before we get up out of here i just noticed something recently too we were talking about a lot about toronto sports we talked about the raptors not ever playing a home game right they stayed in uh was it florida yeah Yeah. they were in um fort lauderdale something like that somewhere randomly yeah Yeah. (laughs) Orlando, maybe. I don't know. Right. Oh, actually, it was Tampa. It was Tampa. There we One go. One of them. I know, yeah. So, I know the Toronto Blue Jays baseball team has been playing in Buffalo for the longest right now. And, of course, they've made Buffalo their home. It's a kind of crazy ballpark. I'm not even sure if it's really on the map as far as a big ballpark. Right. But I know I saw a couple home run balls get knocked out there, and they actually fell in the street. So, that's oh. not one of those ballparks you really <laughs> want to be hitting major league home runs at. Right, right. But I want to say – the Toronto Maple Leafs hockey team was able to play a game yeah, in back in Toronto. Yeah. That's the only, only one I've seen so far. So hopefully at some point we get back to normal where the Canadian teams can actually root for their team. Because what is it called? Jurassic Park outside of the Toronto Raptors actual arena in, in Toronto where all the fans gather yeah. and everything throughout all those playoff yeah. runs they had prior to winning the championship. And, of course, after that, now we're in the middle of a pandemic still, Canadian authorities are saying, like, no, we don't want – no American traveling teams back and forth the borders like that. Well, Frisco did it too. Remember uh, the San Francisco 49ers? Right. They they stayed in Arizona for yeah, because California of, obviously had yeah, a rule go down where it was like, so, yeah. hey, we got to make sure we change it. So yeah. But of course, next episode we got to wrap this thing up. But next episode we're gonna get back to more NBA news, of course. More NBA. We got the uh, Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals right around the corner. So before we right. know it, a couple of these teams will probably wrap things up by the time we get on air. Yeah. Even if some things went Game Seven. We'd be able to go ahead and recap all that and see how we how we fared in our our decision Expe- expectations or whatever yeah, yeah. we thought. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, you can check out the merch. Uh, what's the what's the website? You don't know. You check out all inclusive sports. All inclusive. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna be on T Public. I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, just make sure we you search all inclusive sports. I keep on saying I'm gonna get back on there and get some more stuff of my own because I keep on going back and realizing I need some more of this gear in my closet. I don't know if I found it like that. I, found, I had to put in sports podcast. Okay, so it's even easier then. You yeah, don't have you to look at the name. Podcast. Just type in sports yeah, podcast. It, so if you can't think of the name off the top of your tongue, make sure we get out there and support us a little bit. Um, buy yourself some merch. A little uh, free advertising never hurt for us. So we yeah, appreciate you know. it. You do. <laughs> and as usual, thanks for checking it out. Um, yeah, let it. your friends and family know. Yeah, tell everybody. people, man. Like, everybody. hey, we talking the real stuff over here. Yeah, check it out. Check it out every, you know, uh, l- like put us in on your thing to follow us, and where you yeah. know we get notifications when we put a new episode. Absolutely, because if you really follow us and you really appreciate what we what we bring to the table with our podcast game, then by all means, subscribe, like, you leave a comment on there, give us a rating, all that stuff is all good feedback. Yeah, we appreciate y'all. All right, see y'all on the next. One.